Tom. Folks, this is Elvis Preston. I'd like to take this time out for music to tell you that you're listening to the, to the number one request show in East Texas, Tom Perlman's Hillbilly Hit Parade. Welcome back to Napalm Nanny in the Shack. I'm that mysterious roadkill on the 90, Napalm Nanny. And before I get started, remember that shaving off your eyebrows is a form of self-love and find me on Instagram under Napalm Nanny in the Shack. Also, if you feel like buying me a cup of coffee or just supporting the Shack, my Venmo is Windex Burns My Eyes. Like always, if you want to and if it's within your means. Again, huge thanks to Eddie. I am so grateful for your support, bud. Now on to the show. And there is absolutely nothing that I love more than a road trip. And I know a good chunk of people would prefer to fly to their vacation spot, spend as much time in their getaway destination, but I think that the journey there is just as important, if not more adventurous and memorable. 
Granted, road trips are not for the weak. It tests your grit and patience, and it really makes you question how low your standards are when you accidentally book a meth motel and stay for the night because you're exhausted. But fortunately, the hot continental breakfast makes up for it. And uh, let this be my public apology to my friends who stayed with me at that meth motel, but also you're welcome for having a good story now. So in the end, you're back on the road with a belly full of scrambled eggs, toast, and a good story. So recently, I crossed the borders from Montana, Idaho, and then going from east to the west side of Washington. And there's so much to unpack, but I'll try my best with the time allotted. And what I love about these trips is that these highways and freeways are the veins and arteries of America. They connect us to thriving cities, ghost towns, and offbeat attractions with obscene niches, like an absurdly large pho bowl filled with a rich broth and decadent noodles. But most importantly, they connect us to one another because it would be a shame if I left this life with my postal code as my only world. And just some background, I've been told I'm a quiet person but an observant one. I do like sitting in the back of a bar and watch dates crash and burn or friends celebrate accomplishments. And on this road trip, what I found myself driving by time and time again on the stretch of 700 plus or so miles were these tiny towns where the largest building in town was the church with a cross sitting mighty high above. And you also can't forget the never-ending banners reading Trump 2020 or Trump 2024 with the slogans reading Keep America Great or Make America Great Again. And please correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like these towns are running on fear and propaganda. And maybe my assumptions are a bit of a stretch, I sure hope they are, but I just can't help but wonder how many of them have actually traveled beyond their county and sincerely held a conversation with someone with a different background.
Now, I don't want to say that all those in a small religious town are fear-driven, although it's sure as hell advertised, but I find when we travel and push ourselves outside of our comfort zones, we find ourselves side by side with people we thought we never had a damn thing in common. To put it a little bit more eloquently, Henry Rollins once said something along the lines of, what we all want is a day without war and a fistful of 50s. And when I was reflecting on this road trip, I couldn't help but think about all the wait staff in each restaurant we stopped at. How many of them are exhausted and yet work day in and day out just trying to get ahead in life. When we stopped at the small Vietnamese restaurant in Seattle for the obscenely large order of pho, the urban landscape littered with debris and illuminated by streetlights and car headlights that were idling at the red light, it felt like home. Our waiter was kind and attentive, but signs of exhaustion from being the only one tending to each patron showed on his face. And I'm sure it's been a long shift. Each order we gave was followed by a yes and a quick and clear clarification of any questions we had on the menu. Then the stop in a small town the night before the hike at Mount Rainier led us to a local burger joint that served elk and bison burgers. One of those, don't knock it till you try it. The parking lot greeted us with MAGA plates and the Blue Lives Matter flags. A little intimidating, but I'm not one to walk away from a burger that easily. We slid into a booth and were handed disposable menus that resemble the newspaper that your pops would read at the breakfast table. Once again, the exhaustion is evident in the waitstaff's face, but they put on a mask at each table to feign some form of customer service, and I completely get it. Our waiter appeared to be no older than 23, whose blonde hair shined in the fluorescent lighting. Although young and spry, you can't help but see the dead look in his eyes as it was nearing closing time. But my favorite stop has to be the desolate truck stop diner, established in 1964 with its original layout and counter and seats. The neon sign reads Frank's and the glowing windows illuminating the four truck drivers hanging back enjoying their black coffee. And I do have to note that each restaurant that we stopped at was an hour or so before closing, so the menu was slim pickings. And the two elderly women taking the role of waitress and cashier darted around the diner, cleaning up for the night, delivering the hot plates of comfort food to their patrons, or delivering the final check. My friend told me that the men's restroom had the courtesy of a condom and cologne dispenser. One woman, growing out her fiery red hair and her bright eyes lined with heavy eyeliner, struck up a conversation with me in the bathroom. Sweetest woman I've ever come across. She knew her history on the diner and has seen people come and go from all walks of life. And honestly, that's what I call living. So I'll definitely be coming back to chat with her. So in an attempt to wrap this up, what I found on this road trip is that we're all just trying to make it. Young or old, hustling till our feet hurt, faking a smile so we don't get a write-up, trying to make the best of our situation to survive.
And there is so much more that I can say about this road trip, but I'll take it one episode at a time and try to unpack more about my thoughts on travel. And as I travel and document, I'll try to push more out of my comfort zone and invite strangers that I come across on the road trip onto the shack. And if you want visuals to the trips, you can find that on my Instagram under Napalm Nanny in the Shack. Also, if you want a fun Napalm on the road, my Venmo again is Windex Burns My Eyes. And you have no idea how grateful I am for all the messages, comments, shares, reposts. It reminds me that the Shack community is an absolute beautiful place. So thank you. So until next time, I am your host, the one, the only Napalm Nanny. Stay safe out there, guys.